0: The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience.
1: No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Are you familiar with the, the phrase six degrees of separation, Deb yeah. Green? Yeah. Chuck, you, you've heard of that six degrees of separation, Longoria? Yeah. I know there's a yeah, movie. Yeah. Um break it down for me if you can. Basically, everyone on this planet is within 6 degrees of separation from each other. So, I am 1 degree of separation from Longoria's high school buddy. Is that how it works or is that 2 degrees or you know, like uh, there's no well, separation you're on the right track. Yeah. But what what is how does it break down? Like am I me and you Chuck there's is that 1 degree of separation or we're we're, we're I I would we're consider we're you know. In okay. My- Relatively close. So, I just realized this literally as uh, Chris Chandler was wrapping up the news. I'm one degree of separation from Donald J. Trump. Sure. I have. Uh, that's pretty amazing. Like uh, Herman Cain, my drinking buddy. The president tweeted, "We're one degree of separation from
2: oh. President Trump." So that yeah. makes all of us too.
1: Yeah. Well, no, probably. Well, Longoria, you you've uh, partied with uh, Doctor Herman Cain, haven't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> then why are you pointing at Longoria? <laughs> I've <have> not. <laughs> What was I pointing at him? Yeah, yeah, I thought Uh-oh. so. Maybe not. Nah, right. So I'm it. one degree of separation from uh, President Trump. Yeah, that's with badass. Eric Erickson too, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm a couple of one point. So that yeah, actually you with you is pretty good. Well, I guess we all are with Erickson. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm. I wonder if I could text Herman right now. Beg, like, Hermie. That's not what I call him, but for, for, the, <laughs> for the for, no, the, that's for a good the name for, for him, Hermie. Yeah. I know it's. A, I know it's a tough time right now. You just withdrew. But can you hook me up with an oval office visit? Oval Oval Office visit? I'm sure you could. He, he wouldn't do it though. No, but I know he could. I know I could, but yeah. Yeah. I'll wait a little bit. That's pretty amazing. I never thought about that.
3: You're almost rubbing elbows with powerful
1: people. Yeah, that's one degree of separation.
3: Yeah.
1: Huh. I like so that. then, all right, so we'll take it one further. I am now two degrees of separation from Benjamin Netanyahu. Yep. Because I know Herman. Herman knows Trump. Trump knows Netanyahu. That's not bad. That's really good. Put that on your resume. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Study. Marist College. Two degrees of separation from Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah,
3: That would be the greatest line on a resume. That's
1: pretty... uh, I never thought about that. I feel better about my life choices right now. All thanks to Herman. I guess with Eric, though, there's more, right? Yeah, I mean... Through Eric, I'm one degree of separation from... all of Washington, Pretty D. much all yeah. of <laughs> Washington, D.C. Yeah. And with Jamie Dupree, I'm one oh, degree yeah. of separation of, wow.
3: Even more people.
1: I feel much better about my life choices right now. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. All right, that just occurred to me. I'm like.
3: It's nice being famous adjacent.
1: It's better than not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, but no, here, right, but here's this. For, her. for you listening in your car, you all know me. Yeah. So now you are two degrees of separation from President Trump. How about that? Nice.
3: I like this. Good for you, folks. Very positive, P- listen, uplifting.
1: Listen to the Mark Amster's is already paying off dividends. Yeah. Just by tuning in tonight, you are now two degrees <laughs> of separation away from President Trump, <laughs> oh. and three degrees away from Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> Netanyahu. Yeah. Hammering that name. name, yeah. That's. I feel I real a little. I feel better about my life choices. Yeah. Like ah, oh, should I have been a doctor? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so tired. Oh wait. wait, I could text Herman Cain and be like, Herman, text the president for me. He's not going to do it, obviously. <laughs> I, he wouldn't do it for me. Like if Ashley Frasca, who is she, he, his yes, producer, he would do, do it for her. Interesting. All right, I don't. I'm not talking. Well, I mean, we can talk about that if you want. <laughs> but it just, I'm one degree away. Uh, one degree of separation away from President Trump. I feel better about myself already. Uh, what I do want to talk about is this story out of uh, the United Kingdom, Chuck. That's uh, across the the pond. Across the pond. There's a, a woman who was engaged to this guy, and her parents were not happy with the engagement. Like she. You know how British oh, yeah. can be. Like she was beneath him in society's views, so they offered her ten thousand dollars to break up with the to break up with their son. Nice, and she took it. Oh,
0: that's so nice. Oh, that's not cool.
1: Well, she's like, well, I was going to break up with him anyway because he's oh, kind well, of a d bag. But, yeah. but it's in, it was an interesting story, uh, and I want to I want to go into this um, about how important or not important it is that your uh, future in laws like you or not, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Deb's chuckling. I want to hear Deb's story. <laughs> I want to hear, hear your stories about maybe there was some friction, premarital friction between you and your future in-laws or vice versa or your parents and your spouse, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Why did you chuckle when I when I brought up the uh, the in-laws there?
2: Because, uh, so my brother is divorced and remarried, but his first wife, none of us liked his first wife when they were dating. And then they just said, hey, we're going to get married. And it got to the point where my mother went and found my brother's ex-girlfriend, who they were together for like <laughs> 10 years, and begged her to come to the church and break up the wedding because she did not want my brother to marry this other girl and then they were only married for 6 months.
1: So your mom was right. <laughs> oh, oh, we were all, you, all right. You were all right. Yeah, we were all right. What did the, what did the ex-girlfriend say?
2: She she didn't do it, you know, she wasn't going to do it. She didn't feel like it was her place to get involved with anything like that. But that's well, how desperate my mom was.
1: That was funny your mom was.
2: Yes, my mom went to my brother's ex-girlfriend. She's like, "Please." No. But what
1: was the what was the dynamic at the time between your brother and your mom? Like did he he knew that she didn't like yeah the he fiance. knew that we all didn't like her and what was he he just yeah he, he didn't care he, he didn't
2: was, care no he just he's like whatever you know like anybody I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do yeah yeah and, and it now.
1: lasted six months oh yeah Nicholas no. Cage just got his uh, marriage <laughs> I annulled that was four days fantastic. four days and and so he gets married I forgot who the, the woman was some
2: actress some actor
1: yeah he he's married for four days the uh, marriage gets annulled but she wants spousal <laughs> support for four, <laughs> four days, days of marriage.
0: Well, she's been with him for over a year, I think.
1: But yeah, yeah really but they've only been for married for four, four
2: days. What is she gonna get? Years? Like twenty five cents. Yeah, like what what do you get? Well,
0: I mean, he's kinda poor, ain't he?
1: I for think the four so. Four days together. Yeah. And uh, that's that's ridiculous. So interesting. All right. Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Harrison kicks us off in Lawrenceville. Harrison, welcome to the Mark Aram show.
4: Uh, it's great to be here with you. I'm surprised I got through.
1: You you were the first caller, my friend. We just opened up the lines. What's cooking?
4: Oh, wow. Amazing.
1: Great to be here All right, I'm going to put you on hold, and then well, once that, you turn the radio down, time. you'll be the second caller on the show tonight. <laughs> Austin's in coming, Georgia. Austin, welcome to the show.
4: Hey, how's it going? What up, Austin? All right, I called because first off, it's seven degrees of separation. Wanted to point that one out. Oh, it's not or six. De- de- oh, the movie was six
1: degrees. All right, so if oh, okay. oh no, I'm thinking of six degrees of Kevin Bacon or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, different, Kevin totally Bacon, different thing.
4: Um I swear I had something to say. Uh about what was the last thing you were talking about? I got
1: distracted. I was talking about the uh foot fungus that I had um uh, <laughs> that I got went <laughs> south, I quick. got from Longora. Uh, let's let's get back on track here, folks. Yeah. Let's get back on track. If you call the show, you will be on the air. I want you to be prepared. By the way, follow up to yesterday's show. I bought a bird uh bath today. Where'd
2: oh, you get yeah. it? Uh
1: I got it at a local establishment. Okay. It's a it's a placeholder. It's nice. But I just didn't have time to drive up to those fancy things that people. So I was like, "Let me get one today." I put it in its spot behind my neighbor's house. you like a, it? I don't know. I just no. I just dropped just it off there. In. Yeah. So it's a placeholder. I'll get a better one when I have time. But at least I, I fulfilled it. But it was good. It was. Thank you for your help yesterday. I feel a lot better about myself. All right. Feel better about yourself when we come back. Remember, you're two degrees of separation away from President Trump when you listen to The Mark Aram Show. Uh, I want some horror stories, premarital horror stories between in-laws, future in-laws and, and you. 404 872 751 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show.
0: I know you have been inconvenienced and I'm prepared to compensate you. Shall we say one million American dollars? No way. Better well than two million.
1: You haven't got enough money to buy my daughter off. Welcome back to the show. That, of course, the uh, classic movie coming to America where King Jaffe Jaffa offers two million dollars to uh, Cleo McDowell to get his, girlfriend, his daughter to break up with uh, the prince. Didn't happen. But some lady in the UK took 10 grand to break up with her boyfriend because the parents did not like her. Uh, your thoughts on that and some uh, possible. Uh, strife with the in-laws pre-marriage. Uh, let's go back to Harrison. Harrison, welcome back to the show, buddy. Y'all good now? I'm good. I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. All right, Harrison. I tried, man. I love you though. Don't forget, you are now officially two degrees of separation away from President Trump. Pascal joins us on the Mark Arab Show. Hey, Pascal. Hey, what's up, guys? Not much, sir. What's going on?
5: I hear you. So me and my wife met. I was a minister. I didn't have a place to live. I, I kind of stayed with my parents a little bit, and we traveled a lot. And uh, we met, and four weeks after we met, I asked her to marry me. And uh, her, I called her dad and asked her dad, and he said no, of course.
0: So <laughs> why, wait,
5: why did he say no? Because
1: he was a pastor?
5: He, yeah, I didn't have a house or anything, no car. I didn't have anything. I mean, it was, you know, it was rough. And uh, the way I looked at it was, if she would marry me when I didn't have anything, if I had everything and lost it, she would stay with me. And hey, nine years later, we got three kids, we own our house. So you went through with vehicles. it.
1: You went through with it without getting the father's blessing.
5: Yep. That's yep. So awkward. We're, we're, we get along now, though. You know, it, it took a couple of years, so.
0: Ah. Uh, did but. you
1: Did you ask Leslie's dad's blessing before you? Uh...
0: Uh, he had already passed away. I asked her mom. Oh, and she said no, obviously. No, she said yes. Oh, okay. I, and the bad part about it is, I asked her at her mom's, uh, right after her mom's funeral. Oh, you're a you're an idiot. It was the only, no, it was the only time I could because <laughs> I was leaving the next weekend to go actually propose to her. Oh, so I, I had, you. To you get, had to get to uh, it. Chuck, yes. did you ask Hot Neighbor's uh, dad for permission?
3: No, he'd passed away already. What the hell, guys?
1: So I asked her this mom. It's not good. Lie to me. This is not good for radio. Well, you should know these things. You should things. say yes. Then the dad said, not over my dead no, body. I asked her mom. Oh, and the mom said, okay?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I got to give that guy credit. The dad said no. He's like, I'm still doing it. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't I would. care. Like I told, I actually yeah, I mean, you didn't have tell my yeah, neighbor. Have to do I was it. like,
3: I'll sort of tell him what I'm doing, but I'm yeah. not really asking because it makes no difference yeah. what he says I like says that you people whatsoever.
1: still ask, though. Sam's in Lawrenceville. Sammy boy, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
5: Hey, how's it going?
1: What's up, brother? Now,
5: this is a story where I went in thinking the worst, and it actually turned out to be just the opposite because I was basing it on the other relationships I had had. So I went in thinking, wow, this is going to end our relationship once I meet the parents. Turned out my mother-in-law loves me to death. Aww. And she even defends me and my wife <laughs> turns my wife to death because leave him alone. My wife, it gets under her skin. That's
1: fantastic. I want to know if, if there, there was a situation that anyone's had like this thing in the United Kingdom where the, the parents were so anti this marriage that they offered cold, hard cash would you have would, if Leslie's mom offered you ten K? What would you have done? No, I wouldn't take it. You would have waited for a bigger offer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> seventy-five thousand. I would I'm have taken the it and then
0: gotten married anyway.
1: All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram News, weather, and traffic next on the Mark Aram Show.
6: Yo, what up, y'all? Shemae Dupree, you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, y'all know what this is. The Woman,
7: man, United man, 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 the United
1: Kingdom was offered and took $10,000 from her fiancé's parents to break up with him. Have you ever been in a situation where your future in-laws despised you so much? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Debbie joins us in Swanee. Debbie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
8: Hey, Mark. um, I have a couple of very interesting stories that probably relate to this. I am a financial advisor, and I have been facilitating boot camps for divorcing women. In the library for five years. What? What exactly does that entail? Um, it is we. We don't encourage divorce, but, uh, but if that's the only option, mm-hmm. we provide an attorney, a private investigator who's on the state board, point, appointed by the governor. I'm the financial advisor. When we have different therapists, and we provide dos and don'ts on how to navigate the process.
1: So this is and before I- the the woman even approaches the husband about divorce.
8: Uh, yeah. Yes, it's okay. to get educated. Gotcha. But it, it's re- if I tell you, I have stories, and this will segue because I can tell you, um, and I'll share that I was on Condes' show on April the 7th, so I talk about it. But the funny thing is uh, my mother had a bridal shop in Connecticut, Milford, Connecticut, on okay. the Boston Post Road for 23 years, and her stories, Truth is Stranger Than Fiction, but one that always stood out in my mind, There was a young woman and her family and future in-laws who would come in repeatedly for fittings for the bride and the attendants, and the girl looked miserable. And every time she came in, my mother would say to her help, something's wrong here, something's wrong here. Well, finally, one day the girl comes in by herself, and my mother, who can't mind her own business, said, you know, you don't look very happy. Um, You're getting married. It should be a fabulous time, she said. I'm not in love with this man. She says, I'm in love with another man, and my father hates him. Oh, wow. And so it, it turns out she was in love with an Italian boy. She came from an Irish family. Her father also had a terrible temper and a drinking problem. That's
1: oil and water, yeah.
8: Yes. So my mother, being who she is, looking for you know to solve all the problems of the world, said, you have to stand up to your father. Long story short, she stood up to him. Two weeks before the wedding, the mother of the groom's dress changed, and she married the Italian boy.
1: No kidding.
8: Yes, and he he turned he became a doctor, and he bought his in-laws a house in Florida. Look at <laughs> so, that.
1: Unbelievable. But,
8: but I can tell you. Again, um, I, I have currently situations now I deal with hundreds of women. I mean, I do so much. In, if anyone wants to I don't know come. how
1: I feel about that, that your profession exists. You know, like. like she well, has-
8: no, I'm, I'm a financial. I, I understand. Training. I understand, but, I just,
1: but the whole divorce. I I get that women should should be educated and empowered, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, what if somebody's like right on the fence and then they get pushed over because of that? Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's that's <laughs> that's weird. Thank you for the call, though. Taylor's in Bethlehem. T Bone Pickens. What's going on, buddy?
7: Hey, strangers. How are you?
1: Excellent. What's going What do you got for us? You, oh, we got a train coming. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Did, was there problems with your in laws? Well
7: and I have a very interesting relationship just because I am who I am and they are who they are. Okay. But um, actually it was my ex-boyfriend's mom did something kind of similar to me, um, only it wasn't money. I was a stupid 18-year-old at the time. She bribed me with tacos and sat me down, looked me square in the eye and said, you know, I think it would be good for dude buddy because I'm not going to say his name, "Um, experience a breakup after a long-term relationship.
1: And you sold out for Um, tacos? Am I hearing that correctly? (laughs) They must have been hell of a good tacos. Yeah, they must
0: have been good tacos.
7: She tried with the tacos. Now, granted, obviously, I'm not married to that guy, and we did end up breaking up probably a couple weeks, months later. But uh, you held
0: out for a burrito.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want a nacho platter if I'm dumping your son, ma'am. Wow, that's that's crazy. I I don't know if uh, I think all my. Ex girlfriend's parents liked me. I'm pretty they good didn't. with parents. They didn't? Definitely not. I'm just kidding. Kid. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not the catch of the century, but you could do a lot worse than me if you're a parent, right? That's true. With your daughter? Yeah. A guy like me shows up in your door in 18 years long, ago, yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You'll bribe me with uh, carnitos uh, yeah, or whatever? With what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making up Spanish. Cascarones? Dude. Cascarones. <laughs> Chef William joins us on the program. What's going on, Chef?
8: Hey buddy, what's going
1: on? Living the dream, sir. How about you?
6: So I have two two really quick stories. One of my first girlfriends when I was about 18, uh, father sat me down and was like, I don't like you. I don't want you to date my daughter. He slid me keys to a new car
1: and told me to leave. Shut up. What kind of car was it?
6: It was a four pickup truck.
1: And you took it? Oh, I took it and left. Oh, okay, good. Good for you, chef. That's better than tacos. Taylor, you're cheap. Taylor's (laughs) too cheap. What's the second story, Chef?
6: The second one is my my current wife. We've been married going on 16 years. My mother and her got into it real bad when we first got together. And I pretty much, we packed up and we left. We went to Wyoming for eight years and never came home.
1: That's a big fight that you get to. You move to Wyoming of all places.
0: <laughs> yeah, for eight years. Like, I, I
1: hate you so much, Mom. I'm moving to Cheyenne. That's, <laughs> pretty much. And how does how does the relationship now, Chef? Uh,
6: my mother lives with us now because she's disabled, and it's a very uh, adult relationship now. It's not, you know, 15 years does a lot for you, but you know, she understands that this is a person i to stay with the rest of my life with, and. If she doesn't
1: like it, I'm sorry. Well, you know, she never offered you a pickup truck. You know, the the, the precedent was set there. Pickup truck by Chef Off. That's not bad. That's better than ten K. Yeah. It was I'd actually take... like seventy five hundred Euros. Better than tacos. Come on, Taylor. Yeah, tacos. Cool. She's like, Oh yeah. taco taco, it's taco Tuesday, yeah, yeah, It is. All right, we're gonna come back with more recalls, including Russ in Gainesville. Russ just bought a new car. Interesting story on who he bought it from when we come back. 404 This is The Mark Aram Show. 650-482, steamy degrees on De Peachtree Street. 404 Mark Aram and pals with you. Julia joins us in coming. Julia, I hope you had nothing uh, bad happen in your engagement history, but uh, thanks for joining us.
4: I wouldn't say anything good happened in my engagement. Oh, no. Oh, okay.
1: That sounds like a good story. Go <laughs> ahead.
4: So it wasn't so much that my, what ended up not being my future mother and father-in-law didn't like me. It was that they didn't like their son.
1: So they thought <laughs> you were too good my, for their son.
4: They did. Their <laughs> entire family, they were, his grandparents loved me. I would go over to their house. On Sundays after church, and have brunch, and the, their grandson would be at home playing video games. Like,
1: so they were warning you, so, like, listen, listen, Julia, you're way too good for our grandson.
4: Exactly. I mean, like, my what would have been future mother and father-in-law, they would be on the phone with me like daily. Like, hey, you need to leave him. Like, you need to leave him. He is. Were they wealthy? Too bad. No, like, if they were wealthy, I would have said, hey, pay me. <laughs> I'll
1: <laughs> yeah. Cut me but a check, check and I'm out, out of here. 10K.
4: I lost 10K from him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's because I was wondering if they were using reverse psychology. Like, all right, Julia's just uh, in for the money. Did you see the movie uh, uh, Crazy Rich Rich Asians?
2: I have not. I did.
1: Yeah, so I watched it last weekend with Maya, and it's it's actually a really good movie. But basically, the premise is Longoria, the wealthiest man uh, family in Singapore, their son comes home from America with this girl he's he's gonna marry and she's like from low, right. you know, she's successful. She's like uh, very successful now, but her family doesn't come for anything and they're the, like the wealthiest people and it's the dynamic that we're talking about here of they didn't think that their son should marry below his class. Which is, I'm sure, Chuck. You felt with with Hot Neighbors family very much. Like <laughs> we felt that about me. We're gonna get this goat herder in from yeah, uh, from Montana. From Montana. So one, what's your what's your status house. now, Julia?
8: I'm single.
1: And ready so to mingle.
8: I am. I'm 21. I'm.
1: Oh, I was gonna put I'm you, Russ. I was about to set you up, but Julia's Julia's too young for you, Russ. <laughs>
4: Hey, I,
1: I'm open to anything. Whoa, whoa, Russ! Hey. How old are you, buddy? Oh, yeah. are you
3: open to that, Julia? <laughs> yeah, yeah, come
1: on. How old are you, Russ? I'm fifty. What am I? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. I'll tell you what, Julia. Okay. I'll I'll give you tacos if you don't date Russ. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll take it. All right, there you go. Well, Julia, thank you for uh, you thank you for me. the call. Mm-hmm. That's don't not give out your email address to Russ. <laughs> Russ will will uh, put you on hold. We'll come back, Julia. Thanks for sharing your story, buddy.
9: Absolutely. All
1: right, there you go. There's twenty one year old Julia. You. Uh the other side of the coin on that story. They they said that uh she was too good for their son. Interesting. All right, we'll continue with this and I want to talk about inventions when we come back, Longoria. There's there's something that we're missing in the world of inventions. I'll highlight that next. Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty. This is the Mark Haram Show. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram show, you better. No, I want this town to be near you. No, great skies ever. Hour number two of the show starts now. Mark Aram, alongside Deborah Green, producer of the show, Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, and of course, Low T Chalk. Low T. We'll continue to talk about and take calls about the woman in the United Kingdom who uh, was offered and accepted ten thousand dollars to break up with her fiance by his parents. Uh, your crazy stories like that. Uh, Deb Green has pulled up the uh, the top ten inventions of the twentieth century. Which is an interesting list, and I'm glad you—thank you for pulling that up for me, Deb Green. What do you think would be in the top uh, 10 inventions of the 20th century, Longoria? That was before the year 2000, 1900 to 2000. What do you think would be the top 10 inventions there?
0: Ooh. Car.
1: Car. Automobile would be uh, number seven. Chuck, what do you think would be on that list? Internet. Internet, number two. Very good. Deb Green pulled the list, so I'm not going to ask you, Deb. Uh, number 10, nuclear power. Number 9, the personal computer. Number 8, the airplane. Number 7, the automobile. Number 6, rocketry. I'm going to say automobile is more important than rocketry. Uh, number 5, the submarine. Number 4, antibiotics. Number 3, television. Number 2, internet. And number 1, radio. Good for us. Yeah. Wow. Number 1 invention of the 20th century. I guess because without radio, you don't have TV, you don't have the internet, blah, blah, blah. Uh, why am I pulling this up? Because I was thinking about this. This is this is what I think about when I walk Bosco. We've got these amazing inventions. Just, just look. Think about your job, folks. If you're driving, whether you're an insurance agent, a plumber, there's there's always technological advances, right? So if if you are a plumber, you've got a new fancy wrench or something. I don't know. Or what? There's 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 technological like the advances. Snake
2: with the completely exactly. eye. Exactly yeah. the
1: camera that goes into your sewer system, Chuck, and sees what's in your uh, stone. Yeah, in your stone house. And I thought uh, we were talking about something else. So I was thinking about this. <laughs> When it comes to music, when's the last time someone invented a new musical instrument?
2: An instrument? An instrument. Oh, I was going to say, like, the iPod was big for music.
1: But... No, no, but, like, um, it's been no, probably, like, been...
3: 300 years. Yeah, they've all been
0: invented.
1: But the, but it, is anyone working on that?
0: <laughs> well, why would you work on? Do you good want a new like the well,
1: orchestra row? Well, I mean, there's new stuff in every other thing except musical instruments. It was like they got to 1700. Like, all right, we're done. I, we're done. No one works on. This. It no, does. the guitar
2: came but... after 1700. Thank you.
1: Is that really a new? I, I, I,
3: I mean, I guess so. they and mashed it
1: together. It's <laughs> like a liger.
2: I think everything now you can create digitally. Like, you don't even need instruments. You can just make your sound. So they don't need to. But at what new point did
1: humanity say, you know what? We've we've got all the musical instruments we need right now. We're we're done. No one, no one pushed the envelope on musical instruments. They're like, we got the cello done. All right, we, I think we're done. Good job, everybody. There's <laughs> Wait, some what? weird ones. When's the last time someone invented a musical instrument?
2: I mean, the industrial uses, like, tools to make music, but they're not really instruments. But, like,
1: you go to, what's, what's the used musical instrument place that's on South Cobb Drive, where you, like, can buy old guitars and stuff?
2: Like Guitar Center and stuff?
1: Guitar Center, yeah. Like I want, you, I'm talking about an instrument. You can go to Guitar Center and buy like tambourine or
0: saxophone. The, so, do you want to make up a new instrument? No, I, your for ideas? A, I have no musical ability.
3: But it,
1: it's just weird.
3: You that, know like, how wild that would be if they made up a new instrument. That's thing? what
0: I'm
1: saying, Chuck.
3: Like I think you'd have a ton of people want to learn how.
1: Exactly. To I'm looking at you, musical gal.
2: I mean, nobody jumped on the vuvuzela when that came out, so.
1: Oh, well I that's an old that's that. old yeah, though.
2: Yeah, but it was kind of we had this new birth. It's not like you've heard it in pop songs.
1: Well, when was that invented?
2: Well, it well, I don't know when it was invented. Well, that's the thing.
1: No one's invented a musical <laughs> instrument. What was the last the harmonica maybe?
2: The melodica maybe? What is that? It's it's the little it's the it's like a harmonica and a keyboard and you play it.
1: Do that like, with your hands again.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <I> like that. <laughs> All right, I didn't even know. So again, not. music is not is not my um area of expertise, but I I'm right, right. Like everywhere else, the the every other industry is like, all right, we got to we got to come up with something new. There's
2: the s- strings are strings, and you can attach them and make different sounds, but they're still strings. But
1: there's 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 we can't have pushed the envelope entirely in musical instruments. Why not? Because because you can't do that. You don't. <laughs> imagination, I'm just, I'm just saying, imagination
0: doesn't hit a wall like it well, keeps going. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you're just gonna start mashing stuff together that's already know. there. You
1: invent something new. You haven't
2: really invented a new writing instrument. I well, pen, pencil, marker.
1: Yeah, I guess so. All right, so work on that. You work. second. <laughs> so, so, so. I'll, <laughs> I'll work on the writing instrument. You work on the music, musical instrument. Okay. See if you can find out. All it right. might be a tough Google search to find what the last musical instrument was invented, but
0: I'm thinking it's harmonica. Why would you think it's a harmonica? Because that seems like—is that the newest one did you know of? Yeah, I think I think that would be like that was in the
1: 1800s. I think that was the last musical instrument. They're like, all right, we've done it all.
0: <laughs> you know, they just gave up. Yeah, it was like, just, all right, we we, did. <laughs> we have enough to. We make knocked music. out the
1: harmonica. Never, no one ever thought the harmonica could be done, but we did it. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we're absolutely good. I think I think we're onto something here. I think if we can come up with a new musical instrument, I think Chuck's right. People would clamor for it. We'd get that patent done. Call it the Longoria. <laughs> Call it the yeah. Longoria. So just a quick
3: <laughs> Google
4: search.
1: Yeah.
3: It says that there was something invented in 2007 that didn't take off, and I can't even pronounce this. What harp Harpagee?
2: Yeah, I think that's right. Is so that it's, what, what it's a it mixture is? of a harp and but something. But it's still else. it's like a piano. Yeah, so like it's still just, just taking yeah.
3: known instruments and yeah. mashing them together. Yeah, no, Again,
0: but I'm thinking something completely new, completely new. What do you want it to be? A horn, or do you want it to be but a string that's
3: instrument? A horn, just right? look at a Doctor book. I bet we could come up with about 50. <laughs> There's what? always weird things in Dr. Oh. Seuss books.
1: I'm thinking of, I mean, I mean I don't, I'm not thinking of anything because I, I don't know. But we, I think we can come up with a, a new musical instrument. All I right. think
2: there's only so many ways to create sound and they've already harnessed it all.
0: I don't, but so that's, that can't be. That can't be. So there's a new sound out there that you that no one knows about? Yes. Yes. From an instrument Correct. you haven't been. No, been Absolutely. Added. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We've got to push the envelope. Okay. okay. It. <laughs> Eric's in Covington.
1: Eric Walker, the Mark Aram Show. Sorry about that, buddy.
4: Hey man, it's all good, man. How you doing?
1: Excellent. What's your story?
4: Uh, listen, it's about my little sister actually, and uh, she was um, she was dating this guy, and the, her parents, um, I mean his parents, wound up uh, offering him a, a brand new Mustang. He turned it down, and so then they uh, they didn't like that, so then they they put him in an institution for uh, drug rehab. What? It wasn't on drugs. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Uh, well, the, now, uh, what was
1: their, Was their, what was their beef with your sister?
4: I, <laughs> they just didn't like her. Uh, they they didn't, they didn't like anybody he dated. Okay. nobody was good. Enough. No one was good enough. So, I, I mean,
1: got gotcha. you. Were they uh, rich?
4: Uh, I mean, they were fairly well off. I don't think they were really rich, rich, yeah. but they were. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they were able to offer him a brand new uh, Mustang. So I thought that. Was yeah,
1: pretty that's amazing. pretty good. I remember what, this popped uh, up in my Facebook memories from like ten years ago. I was at some restaurant and i guess it was right after college graduation and i was sitting next to these kids that just graduated college and the one of the kids was like so mad at his parents like i can't believe they would do this like they don't even know me blah 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 i'm like oh this is interesting this is juicy and i'm listening i'm leaning in he was mad that his parents for
0: his graduation bought him a brand new corvette what did he want? He wanted obviously something different than a Corvette, but like still. how spoiled are you
1: like, <laughs> yeah. oh they got me a Corvette yeah. <laughs> for my graduation? Like what were they thinking? Who who does that? Like what what planet are you on? Speaking of planets, Russ in Gainesville. Russ,
0: come here a minute. I want to talk to What's
1: you. What's going on? My man Russell. How you doing, buddy? All right, so I brought up the car. Russ got a new car today and it looks like a Mac Daddy pimp Cadillac, right? <laughs> See, you notice how I left the um, dollar sign on the windshield? I, you know, I didn't even look at the picture that closely, Russ. Yeah, zoom in on it.
5: It's funny. I, I I washed off the price, but I left the dollar
1: sign. Uh, oh, nice. So, Russ, who did you buy this Cadillac from? This this guy,
5: Vic Holliday, he said he was um, Arnold Palmer's personal assistant for 20 years. <laughs> 20 in years. In fact, yeah, Arnold Palmer owned the Cadillac dealership.
1: And I think that's where this car came from. It's not John Voigt's car. It's Arnold Palmer's assistant's <laughs> car.
3: Look and yep. see if there's a pencil in the glove box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. was there anything in the
1: glove box, Russ? <laughs> I haven't looked
3: in right. there. Check in the glove
1: box. If there's a chewed on pencil, we might have something there.
5: <laughs> yeah, I remember that show. That was yeah, funny.
1: Yeah, that was funny. All right. Uh, Russ, um, how, you've had to have been offered money from from parents to get I, away from your well, That I a pretty
5: right? good story because my, my wife, uh, she was 18. And her dad forbid me to see her. He said, don't come near her. Stay with my house. They grounded her, all this stuff. Well, I snatched her somehow about a week later. Back then, this was in 91. Yeah. In Georgia, you had to register and take blood tests and all kind of weird to stuff. To get married. And it took seven days to get married. Well, in Walhalla, South Carolina, you can get married immediately. So I drove her up there. We spent the night in a truck. Ugh. Drove her up there. And, um... It was funny because it was like 150 bucks to get married, and I didn't have enough money, so <laughs> we had all kinds of problems. So, like, we talked this judge into marrying us like half price. And then when I came back, her dad said to me, "She's your problem now."
1: I'm, I'm picturing man, this. Right. I'm picturing oh the scene of coal miner's daughter when Doolittle Lynn <laughs> <laughs> takes Loretta Lynn and marries her, and they go to that motel. What, what was the honeymoon like, Russ?
5: We uh, where did we go? I think we went to. Um, What's that, Jekyll Island where it, the Whatever book? it was,
1: it had to be less than seventy five dollars. <laughs>
5: well, I just actually I had a bunch of money on me and the night before we got married, we spent it all in a bar. Because no. these people told <laughs> us it was free to get married, but they were incorrect.
1: Oh, Russ, I'm sorry. Well that's a great story. <laughs> how long did that how long did that uh relationship last? How long did that marriage last? Seven seven years oh wow seven five dollars for seven years a kid. i've got a great kid that's 10 oh and you got a kid out of the deal good job yeah. russ congrats on the new wheels my friend good stuff on that uh, thank you nice uh nice pimp cadillac for russ and gainesville all right when we come back <laughs> tough to top russ's relationship story but did you ever have in-laws that uh you didn't get along with and what's the deal with no musical instruments being invented since 1726, 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. 404 750 one 1-800-WSB-TALK. Dave joins us in Buford. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, hello, Mr. Aram. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure, sir. What's going on?
10: Uh oh, well, I'm talking about the, you know, the, uh, um getting engaged and things of that nature mm-hmm. uh, i uh, served in the army in germany and had met a, a german national and her father wouldn't meet me refused to meet me until we had dated for at least a year
1: was he a world war II vet holding uh, a grudge against the, the uh, americans no, this,
10: this was uh, this was uh, back in the 80s uh, during the cold war before the wall came down and so the the germans you know their feelings you know after being there was all that so the Amer- Americans just want my daughter.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think all, so, got, all, all dads feel that way.
10: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I got a chance to meet him actually about 10 months after we dated because my family had come over to visit, went on vacation, got to travel a little bit around where I was stationed, um, and we ended up getting married. Oh, congratulations! Uh, only well, uh, huh. about a month, a <laughs> uh, month and a half later, I, I had to, i was out in the field and had gotten a twenty-four-hour leave to come off the border, and caught her in bed with the best man at my wedding.
1: Oh my goodness!
10: And yeah, it was a—it was a real mess. I, I pressed charges. you got a bar to enlistment I uh, um, uh, ended up becoming very dear friends with. My in-laws, who actually
1: disowned her. Oh my goodness! What a crazy tale. Yeah, and, uh, How, and this is the 80s. So what, what's your current status now, Dave? Are you happy? Everything all right?
10: Oh, absolutely. I've, I've right. since no. I've been out of the army. I got out after the wall came down because there was no longer a sure, border sure. to patrol. And uh, uh, but no, I've since been I've remarried. Uh, since 1994, I have a couple daughters going to Northwood awesome. College. Awesome! Awesome!
1: That, that's a uh, th- that's a horrible story. I I don't want to hear any more bad things. Like those are the I hate those stories where like oh I came home and he was, she was cheating with my best friend or he was sleeping with my best like phew, ugh, those are the worst stories of of all time. Well, not of all time, but they're painful. <laughs> David's all up time. next on the Mark Aram Show. Dave, real quick, what do you have, buddy?
5: Yes, sir. Hey, the therem theremin is the latest instrument to be developed it was developed it was made in uh 1920.
1: the theorem what is the theremin what is it what is a theremin, theremin.
5: it's uh you, you remember uh star trek the original star trek
1: oh okay in that the that, intro th-
5: that was that yeah that was the that was the theremin that they were playing. so the
1: last real instrument was made in the you know 20s or 30s interesting we can do better longoria we will do better
0: I thought the theorem was something that you invented Thera- the there I invented Theraflu.
1: Uh, we'll come back more of these crazy uh, in-laws and uh, let's invent a musical instrument and retire rich. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show.
10: Hey, this is Tom Glavin and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show.
9: He in the animals, two by two. Ox, camel, a...
1: Welcome back to the show. 736-24 in front of 8. Mark Aram, the head banana with the other bananas. Deb, Loti, and Longoria with you till 8 in the p.m. Tomorrow, another edition of Millennial Match Game Plus. Uh, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. 404-872-0751-800-WSB-TALK. Talking about the woman in the United Kingdom that accepted a $10,000 bribe from her future in-laws to break up with their son. That is a pretty crazy story. And last uh, we can tell, the last musical instrument invented was the TheraFlu in 1930. What was the name of it? Theremin. I've never even heard of that. I, I have zero musical knowledge, so I'm going to lean heavily on Deb there. I think it's about time humanity invented a new musical instrument. Uh, Elizabeth joins us in Marietta. Liz, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
7: Hey, Mark. How you doing?
1: Excellent. What's going on?
7: Oh, Dave stole my thunder a little bit with the theremin. Um, I want to tell you, Sheldon plays one on Big Bang Theory. I, to
1: annoy everybody else. I, I, need to, I need to see a picture of it. Can you find me a picture of a theremin? Don't, it's, but, it's Elizabeth, cool. don't you think, I mean, that that's, you know, 80 years ago, 90 years ago. We should be coming up with a new... Uh, right. But mat-
7: I have, a, I have so, something else that it's actually an old instrument, but it's had new life.
1: Okay, what's that?
7: That is the Native American-style flute, which had almost died out. Uh, very few people playing it, but in the um, 70s and 80s, several people started uh, developing an interest in them and building them and have um helped to get them to be very popular again and there's a type of really ancient um native american flute that they found artifacts of in caves and the old pueblo wow.
1: ruins out west that that's, that's amazing called, uh, hold, hold on uh, a second elizabeth i got i got some breaking news
0: uh i apologize <laughs>
1: Where is
0: Hector? What, what's the breaking news, Longoria? You said you had to break in. What, what's going on? Uh, we haven't invented an instrument since 1920. We have not. Correct. Inv- confirmed. Confirmed. It's, the last thing was mm-hmm. the Theraflu,
1: which Theraflu, looks like yeah. looks like a radio. What the hell is a that? radio? It's like
2: a digital board almost.
1: Oh, wow. That's so, we can do so much better than that, folks. We can do <laughs> so much better than that. Come on. Tom is incoming. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
2: Hey.
3: Guys, how are you doing?
1: What's going on, Tom? Well, I just need to put a little stop to
3: some fake news. Please, are
1: jump in, out. jump in.
3: Was, all righty. So some of the top inventions you guys were mentioning earlier? Yeah. The automobile was invented in
1: 1885. That's what I thought, too. But I guess uh, it didn't take flight, well, take take the yeah. road till the oh, 20th century. automobile was invented
3: in 1885, and then I think the first submarine, technically, was developed by a Dutch engineer in 1620, but they had submarines during the Civil War as
2: well.
1: That's right. So, well, yeah. All right. So, Deb came up with a bad list. We're we're purveyors of bad lists. Well, now,
2: I used the number two invention, the internet, to find it.
1: Yes, exactly right. There exactly go. right. Here, you ready? You ready for this no, topic? So, you seem like a learned man. You ready for? According to the same fake news list, though, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, top ten inventions of all time. You want to take a, a guess at what might be on that list? the rocket. Rocket did not make the top ten of all time. No, according to the again, this oh. is a this is a bogus list. We've already found out. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one that surprised me, and now that I think about it, it's pretty smart. Number four on the top ten inventions of all time, Tom. Number four yeah. was the compass. I know you. I, I saw can, that. I'm like, really? Well, I, that's I mean, very It makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. Once you see it, you're like, oh yeah. But I never would have thought about that. But that that agree, Tom. That's a wheel. The wheel is number eight. Wheel and axle. Yep. Is number
3: eight. I got one for you on your on your instruments too. This one's got an asterisk next to it. Okay. Look up the uh, cello piano. It was actually an invention that was invented by Da Vinci, Hmm. but it was never ever built. And then somebody finally built it. I want to say in the nineteen nineties. This is like the the cello piano. It's like the
1: island of Doctor Moreau, where they just you know breed instruments together. I want a new stinking instrument. You want an instrument? I like bagpipes. Really? Yeah, I love the sound Mm. of bagpipes. The only problem is they're only played, like, sad times, like at funerals. Not in
2: ACDC songs.
1: Or at ACDC songs, also a sad (laughs) time. Bobby's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Bobby. Hey, good evening, Mark. Good evening, Uh, sir.
6: As far as uh, new instruments, uh, are you forgetting reggae? Uh, They took 55-gallon barrels left over by the military and bent them to make a certain sound. And I don't know the name of that instrument. I'm sure there's not. Yeah, it's that's it's just a just a,
1: a type of a drum. So they invented a new type of a drum, but that's I
6: don't th- know. All right, well I enjoy hearing them. And uh, <laughs> on the uh, a marriage and a divorce, yeah. I got a short story for you—a true story. A friend of mine, he, he was called for jury duty quite often, and he got called again, and. Uh, they was uh, down to 14, and nobody was probably going home. And they said, you may or may not know uh, criminal cases this week. Has anybody experienced any uh, a major violence in their lifetime? And uh, Larry raised his hand, and uh, he said, yeah, I did two-tier of duty in Vietnam with the Marine Corps, full combat. And if that ain't bad enough, I've been married five times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I was I almost had jury duty today. Like I was called for jury jury duty today, and I had to call last night after seven, and I was uh, released. I normally would love it. I would love to get on jury duty, but I just this week is so crazy. I had to go buy a bird feeder, bird bath. I got to get new dishwasher installed. I'm sure the tomorrow. judge would have understood that when you told him the, <laughs> the bird bath yeah. excuse. Yeah, probably, but I didn't. I didn't have to go in. Uh, Martin is incoming. Martin, welcome to the show.
9: Yeah, there's lots of them been invented. Early early 1900s, you had the Sousaphone by John Philip Sousa.
1: Okay, so that's... that's well, Moog hold on, hold on. We're gonna, slow down, Martin. Slow down. Yep. We've got a long time to talk here. All right, so when was the Sousaphone invented? Uh, early in the 1900s. All right, so also, still, we're talking about over 100 years ago, and then the Theraflu was in 1930. Well, what's since then?
9: Thera, that's a theremin. You theremin, also have yes. the Moog synthesizer in 1964. What the hell's a, a Moog synthesizer? a completely different Ooh. way of making music. It's electronic, and you generate pure waveforms. You don't strings, you don't have winds, you don't have reeds. You, you know, know about that this, is Deb? dropping It's a purely beats. electronic instrument.
1: Okay, all right.
9: Also, you ought to look at uh, Ben Franklin invented a completely new one called the glass harmonica, and it impressed... Uh,
1: Still a harmonica, though. It impressed though. Mozart so much that he wrote music for it. Still a harmonica, it, though. It's just a glass no, harmonica. No, no.
9: No, no. It's rotating bowls on an axis... In a, in a trough of water, and you play it by putting your fingers on it. You ever it's done like the that, thing that with that your fingers I on the edge? I, of the ha- I
1: had one of those in college, a rotating bowl on an axis.
4: <laughs>
9: Thank you. you made that joke I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think my mom threw it away when she discovered it in our, our basement. Or put flowers in it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Jonathan's at Jefferson. Hey, Jonathan, how are you, brother? Good. I
3: got a story for
1: you. Okay, real quick.
3: All right. I'm at you top of Marion. So... I'm married to Mackenzie. You may not know who she is.
1: Oh, I know Mackenzie. She yeah, goes, she's awesome.
3: Yeah, she goes to my school.
1: She, you're a lucky man. I love Mackenzie.
3: Yeah. Yeah, oh. she goes to my school, and I hang out with her for a whole day. That's that's and, so
1: sweet. Are you romantic? I'm
3: saying that he would sit beside her. But one day, we were sitting together, we were watching this move, this
4: video of something about Jesus in Christ or whatever. Yes. You want to call it. And yeah so it was funny
1: that's awesome well shout out to Mackenzie. take good care of jonathan he's a good guy don't break his heart right
4: okay you're right
1: all right take care of jonathan uh adams in lawrenceville adam welcome to the mark aram show
4: hey how's it going what's up adam i so i've got it's a a marriage story it's about my best friend in college um he had dated this girl all through high school i mean it got to the point everyone knew they were going to get married Mm um I knew them right after high school and all through college. And when they got married, I mean, they had talked about kids and everything, and they got married. And they went to the hotel, and he carried his wife and was going through the door, and they were starting to kiss and everything. And right before they were about to knock boots, she said, I'm not, I'm not going to knock boots unless it's for kids. And he just immediately dropped her and walked out the door.
1: The day of their wedding?
4: The, the night of their wedding.
1: So they got married. Yeah,
4: they, had never, they had never fooled around yeah, or anything. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, so the night of their wedding, it came out. She didn't want to do anything unless it was for kids. And he just dropped her on the floor and walked out the door and went to the courthouse the next day.
1: And got annulled. Yep. Wow, that um, I, he, I, that makes me sad.
4: Yeah, he since he he's remarried and uh, he's got three kids now. But, yeah, there was, everyone was just kind of like, how did you not... You know, yeah. the six years you guys dated. Well, listen,
1: he was a uh, he was a, a gentleman. You know, uh, are you still friends with the girl?
4: I I I didn't really know her. She wasn't more my friend. I knew him because we had classes together, yeah. and so she was just kind of a mutual friend because she was always tagging along. With well, him.
1: I knew I know Longoria uh, waited till you and Leslie got married. And then Leslie carried you you into the bridal suite, right? She She did carry you into the bridal suite.
0: I guess. That's so romantic. I don't Uh, know how she could have picked me up.
1: David's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, David. Hey, one of your
5: callers stole my show, but uh, my my thunder, so to speak. And I was going to say the mood synthesizer, which was made famous by Keith Emerson of Emerson Lake and Palmer in the early 70s. And there was also a, a record played in the early 70s called Hooked Switchstone Switched on Bach, I think, which was also played by a Moog synthesizer.
1: A synthesizer. It looks,
5: like a, it looks like a keyboard, but it is a totally different... Every keyboard today that's that's made is modeled after the original Moog synthesizer. It totally changed the way um, keyboard music was played, yeah. and you could literally play an, an, an orchestra on a synthesizer.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Um,
5: Totally, totally changed.
1: It. I bet, I would imagine yeah. that totally changed the way things were done with that synthesizer. Totally. Doug's in Woodstock. Doug, you are on the Mark Aram show.
10: Hey, he just stole, stole my thunder as well. I was going to say <laughs> the moog. <laughs> so movie.
1: much thunder. Can we get Mellish on the line? Yeah, What's going on thunder. this thunder? Where are you going to talk about the synthesizer, Doug?
10: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the moog synth- uh, synthesizer, but uh, I'll throw in, I know it's not that new, the kazoo, which is uh, made, I believe, in the early 1800s down in Macon, Georgia.
1: No kidding. Making yeah. Georgia, the home of Erickson and a kazoo.
4: Yeah.
10: <laughs> nice. <laughs> good Very company. good.
1: Hey, by the way, Doug, you are now uh, one degree of separation from uh, Eric Erickson.
4: Hey, I like that. Yeah,
1: how about that? Everyone that talks to me today is one degree of separation. Actually, you, you were one degree when Chuck screened your calls. Now you're one degree away from, uh, two degrees away from Donald Trump every time you talk to me. You're two degrees of separation away from Donald J. Trump. Lynn is in Gainesville. Lynn, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What's going on?
11: Um, Well, I was just going to let you know I was married two times. The first one was, like, not really all that interesting. She gave me, you know, chocolate-covered cherries for my Christmas present the first year we were married, and that was it. And I thought, okay, here we go. But those are delicious. Um, Oh, they (laughs) really were. But the second one was even more interesting. Um, My recently divorced husband with a 7-year-old, my first introduction to his parents was down in their condo in Destin, Um, going down there to meet everyone, and um, the ex was going out as I was coming in. Um,
0: Oh, wow.
11: Yeah, they obviously had quite an affinity for the ex, Um, and then, not not that that wasn't bad enough, then when we did actually pretend like we didn't see what we saw, we went in and sat down, and she opened up the family album and started showing me uh, their wedding pictures and their ski trips to Tahoe and I'm like, okay, well, welcome to the
1: family, Lynn. Um, you That's
11: know, awful. Isn't um, that great? But they did yeah, have a condo
1: in Destin, so I might have put up with it. For, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd, have, I'd put up for that. We'd, yeah, we'd, to we'd, have we'd, access we'd, to the condo in Destin might have been worth it. All right, let's finish up strong. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. One segment to go of The Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred at WSB Talk. Gotta hit it and quit it. Rob's up on the program. Rob, real quick, what do you have?
3: What about those uh, tuned PVC pipes that uh, Blue Man Group plays?
1: Yeah, I guess that. Well, that's a a, Still a percussion a version of. Yeah, uh, again, I want. I want a. I want a game changer. You take your synthesizer and shove it up. You know what I'm saying? Like I want something.
0: Completely different completely sound. Completely new. Like never even never th- heard of sound never before. Exactly.
1: Rhonda's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Rhonda, real quick, what do you have?
0: Hey, Mark. Two things.
6: What about the invention for batteries? Everybody uses batteries at some point.
1: Okay, that's a good invention.
6: Car batteries, cell phone batteries, flashlight batteries, smoke detectors, whatever. And then <laughs> marriage, marriage thing. My first husband was a closet alcoholic. Didn't know it. Got married. Had the baby. Built the house. My mother-in-law went to court to testify on my behalf when we decided to get divorced. Oh,
1: that's dirty.
6: He, he jumped the fence. He wouldn't stay home.
1: Well, I, I hope you got rid of him, Rhonda. I did. All right, good for you. Let's do star of the show. Right now, Longoria. Right now.
8: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star
2: of
1: the show? we were all so far today. I'm not going to lie. Don't you agree? Yourself, no. Don't I mean, you agree? This was a subpar show. I think I was pretty much. It starts point. with me. I the, the the blame goes on my shoulders. It should. But you guys didn't prop me up as well as you could have. Oh. So uh, I did buy a bird uh, bath today, so I'm going to get started. For show. who? For me. Oh. No, no. I bought it for my neighbor. Right. But that's, that's the star of the show worthy. Um, okay. Tomorrow, big show including millennial match game at 6.09 p.m. It's going to be a fun time. Check this out then. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. You
9: and, me and the devil makes three Don't need no other loving, baby
11: Go to sleep, you little baby
2: Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.
0: If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match required Goal for
3: one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC.
6: Member SIPC.